Oh. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back in business, man. It's another glorious week. We still alive, and we out here. I got my co-host, Water. Make sure you drinking it. Make sure you taking it in. Make sure you holding it and caressing it. How much water you drink today? I want to know right now. How much water did you drink today? No matter where you at, where you, you on the East Coast, the West Coast, overseas, how much water you drink today? Hmm? If you late in the day, it better be more than 16 ounces. And don't be coming in here with the horse shit like, man, my doctor said you shouldn't drink that much water. Well, drink some of it, goddammit. A lot of y'all be trying to bail out. You, If you drink too much water, you're going to get water poisoning. It, it's, it's a thing. It probably is a thing. But you know what? You ain't even close to getting that. So don't even act like you even remotely close to getting water poisoning. Y'all just like to lean on that so you ain't got to drink as much. Get that water in your system. Every single day, no excuses. I'm sick of y'all with the excuses on the water drinking. Tired of it, man. Sick of it. Get your water in, man. Drink it up. Hold it and cherish it. Prioritize it. Y'all don't prioritize all this other bullshit. You can't prioritize some water. That's what I'd be tired of, man. You can't prioritize the water. Everything else, you oh, I gotta make me time. Peace, you know, I got to center myself, but you ain't, you ain't, you ain't factoring that water in. That's a part of the whole process. Water is spiritual. Water is spiritual, man. It's more than just a drink. It is literally the essence of life. Literally, scientifically. That's what it's all about. That's where it started. So you, when you're talking spiritualness and being one with, with God and the universe and yourself and your inner peace, and you're not including water in this, what are, what are, what are you talking about? You lose credibility. You lose credibility out here. This is the, the very essence of why we even exist. And you leaving out water. You barely drinking it. You drinking coffee. You drinking bullshit, sugared up drinks. You sidestepping the very essence of life itself when you sitting up here talking about the essence of life itself. That's silly to me. Get your water in, man. Take it in. Hold it. Hmm. Ooh. I got a mirror on the ones and twos. Speaking of water. Speaking of water, since we talking about water, people like to have fun by the water. People like to have a good time in the water people like to hang out by the water celebrate with family and friends by the water people like to have their boats in the water they like to be on ships in the water and sometimes when you're in the water in a boat having a good time sometimes brawls happen sometimes they're in alabama sometimes it's a racial brawl right by the water that happens sometimes, and it happened this past weekend, Saturday in Alabama. Whew! These dudes attacked this black security guard, and all hell broke loose. You understand me? All hell broke loose. It was going down in Alabama. No hard bottoms. No civil rights hard bottoms was transpiring in Alabama this weekend. Lift every voice and sing my ass. It was going down. It was going down right in Alabama. It was crazy. It just lets you know. It just, you know, it just lets you know one thing. Black folks, we're going to stick together. They say black folks don't stick together. It's a goddamn lie. We be sticking together. Yeah, we be smacking each other up, shooting each other down on occasion. But you know what? When the time calls for it, we be sticking together. Turn the other cheek my ass. Turn the other ass cheek. Mm -mm, it went down. It went down. Security guard was trying to tell the dude he threw his hat off, threw it up, 
And then I wish I wish the security guard, I said this in the video that I posted on my Instagram. I wish that he put in more work after he threw the hat. I wish the work was more adequate because I know real fights are sloppy. Real fights are sloppy. We can sit here all day and judge people on how they fight. But until you're really in it, until you balls deep in a real fight, it's hard. It, fights are hard. Fighting is not easy. You don't know how you don't know how other people are gonna move. It's not really structured. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not like a it's not like a, a fighting match where there are rules to the ain't no rules. Ain't no rules in a real fight. You don't know how people are gonna attack you. You don't know where their hands are gonna be, body weights. All of these factors factor into a real fight. So from the outside looking in, you'd be like, man, he he struggled. I mean, it's hard to do stuff when people's hands are all over you. You gotta really know how to get up in there. Get the hands up off you and then deliver the pieces adequately and accurately. It's tough. It's not as easy as it sounds. Fighting is tough. I've been in fights in my day, back in the day. I was young, but they was tough. They was random. Pieces, distributed, wrestling, grabbing, tussling. All of this is it. All of this happened on that little dock of the bay. The dock of the bay in Alabama, it was tussling, it was grabbing, it was holding, it was pieces distributed, it was people coming in for backup, sock outs, shoves into the water, people swimming up. It was crazy. It was going down. People getting pieced out, shoved, held down. Random, random assortments of, of different weight classes, shirts off, nipples, belly jiggling, people busting out of their goddamn crocs. It was going down, man. Slippery, slippery when wet action. People slipping and sliding. It was crazy. But it just goes to show, man. It's like, yo, we not going to watch black people get beat down on our watch. And what would you do in that situation? What would you do in that situation? You see a black dude getting jumped. What y'all doing? Are y'all just going to record and be like, yo, we recording this. Sean King, help. Or are you going to dig in? Are you going to get your feet dirty? You going to roll your sleeves up and get in? You going to intervene? You going to go in for the breakup? Like, hey, hey, let's break this up. You going to use your body as a shield? Or are you going to come in with the pieces? What you doing? You going to come in feet first? Kicks, knees, elbows, fists, slaps, hair pulls, grabs, grab and hold them, grabbing bra straps, moving them to the side. What are we doing out here? What you doing? I can't say what I would do in the moment. Because I like to be in the moment before I say, I would do this. I don't know what I would do. Knowing me, I got to go by my I got to go by my history. I got to go by my own history. Now, the last time I had a close call to a dust up in public was this. Uh, this man was playing the guitar uh, outside a movie theater. It was like a busy plaza outside the AMC in Burbank. A dude was just he was just laying there shaman style. Playing the guitar, playing music for change, right? Just tips, whatever you wanted to donate. This one dude is pissed at him. Like, why don't you just get a real job? Why are you out here doing this? And I just saw him roll up on this man that's playing the guitar, singing publicly for money, tips. And this other dude is all upset. He got on, he got on camo shorts. He got a little knife on the, on the side. I ain't like his energy. I ain't like his energy, man. He was just like, why don't you get a real job? I was like, nah, man. So once I saw that, I was like, I don't like what's happening here. I don't like how this man is trying to physically threaten this dude just because he out here singing for tips. Mind your goddamn business. This plot, this plot, you don't own this plaza right here. If you're not working for the for the properties in this plaza, go sit your motherfucking ass down. This ain't none of your business. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're paid to be like, hey, we need you off the property, sir. If you're paid to do that, then by all means. But if you're a regular citizen out here, sit your motherfucking ass down. So I saw that. And I was like, man, I ain't feeling this. So I was like, yo, let me stand here and make sure this dude is all good. Because he had that knife. He had that knife holster. I didn't know what he was capable of. But I was like, you know what? Not on my watch. Well, I let this man get assaulted by this man that's doing too much. I ain't like his energy. So I stood there. I was like, you good? You good? You good, dog? The dude, the dude felt like he had to pack up his little stuff and, you know, keep it moving. I was like, yo, man, you ain't about to do nothing to this dude. And the dude, the dude with the camo shorts and the knife, 
He wouldn't give me energy. I wanted the energy. I wanted him to be like, mind your business. But like, I was, I was ready for it. I was ready for it. I didn't know what I was going to do in the moment. I was sizing it up. I was doing mathematics in my head. I was like, all right, if he if we do get into it, he's going to try to go for the knife. I had to make sure I can make sure, keep an eye on that hand, keep an eye on that knife holster, try to get the get the knife up out of there so we can just, you know, fist to cuff it up, tussle, whatever you want to do. But I was mindful of the weaponry. And I was like, what am I going to do in this moment? You know what I'm saying? I was doing the Sherlock Holmes. I was doing the, exactly. I was doing the Sherlock Holmes fighting equations in my head because it could go down but i knew in that moment that i'm like i'm not gonna let people get played out here in public so i think in the essence of alabama i think in that moment if i'm out there i'm not gonna let that man get jumped i'm i'm gonna step in in some in some form of fashion either i'm gonna step in use my body as a shield or i'm gonna step in with the pieces I'm going to step in with the pieces, the hands, the knees, all that good stuff. And, that, and, and you know, the, the issue in Burbank, that's even smaller scale. That's less stakes. This the, Alabama had higher stakes. I'm like, oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Nope, I'm stepping in. You know what I'm talking about? So... It was crazy. And the memes, the social media reaction to what went down in Alabama is so funny, man. The folding chair. Now, the folding chair was a little bit over the top. That was overkill. That was extra seasoning salt. That was extra cheese. That was extra sauce on the fries. That was that was extra butter. That was like, yo, you got another container of that Polynesian sauce. That was Polynesian sauce on whatever that was going down. Man, the folding chair was just, are we really doing this? The folding chair? Not many people in life outside of wrestlers can say that they got hit with folding chairs. Not too many people can say that. Not too many people can say, yo, I got hit in the face with a folding chair. You got to be The Rock. You got to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. You got to be Ric Flair. You got to be in the WWE, FG, H-I-J-K, Elemental P to be like, yo, I've been hit with a folding chair. This is a regular citizen. It's like, went home. Went home. Went in their refrigerator later that night. I got hit in the head with a folding chair. They was in their refrigerator grabbing some Tampico juice and was like, I can't believe I got hit in the head with a folding chair. That's crazy to fathom. What'd you do this weekend? I got hit in the head with a folding chair right in the face. America, man, you got to love it. You got to love it, man. And the fact that it was in Alabama, fresh hotbed of Racism, segregation, slavery, atrocities on the on the human level. A hotbed, a rich, rotten history of racial inequality. This type of shit happened right there where slaves were auctioned off. Right there. So I, you... When people making the memes about the ancestors, you goddamn right. The ancestors was like, they was dapping each other up in the afterlife. They was like, <laughs> that's what we wanted to do back then, but we couldn't. It was spiritual or something. It was crazy. Now, a lot of people going to be like, we got to all love each other. We got to get along. Man, later for that. Later for all of it. Amir, would you have jumped in if you was there? I, I would have thought about it. <laughs> I'm not the type to just fight, you know. Right. I'm small. Somebody throw me in the water. I can't swim. That's oh, oh, yeah. game over for if me. If you can't swim, that's... <laughs> yeah, game over. I, I can't do it, <laughs> you know. But I do think they would have kept... If nobody jumped in, I think they would have beat him, like, hmm? very bad. I yeah. think that would have ended up pretty bad. What if it was just you and the security guard there? And the dudes was jumping the security guard. I might try to, but if they throw me in the water, bro, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's the whole thing. yeah, it's over. That's the whole thing, man. If you can't swim, that does change the narrative. 
I cannot swim. One false toss. Trip or anything. One yeah. slip or two. Why you don't know how to swim, man? I just never learned. I struggle with the, uh, like the float, lay on your back. Mm-hmm. I can never do it. You I always Keenan, panic. Man. You and Keenan and Baker need to take a class together. I'm, I, the thing is, I want to swim. I like being in pools and stuff, and I, yeah. I can move through the water with like goggles on and stuff, but it's just certain things that happen. It's just be like, yeah. it takes me out of it for some reason, but I do mm. not play about water. Water is scary, so I get it. Yeah. And I've been there. I've been terrified of water for a long time. Pause. I'm shutting off the, the live in the IG. I'm shutting off the IG live. If y'all want to see the rest of this episode live as we record it, join my Patreon. I challenge you to join my Patreon right now. Click the link in my bio. Click that Patreon link and join right now. If not, then you're just going to have to wait till this episode premieres tomorrow on all platforms. But right now, I'm cutting off the live feed, goddamn. But join up, man. Stop being cheap. Boom, they out of here, y'all. They out of here, y'all. I've been I've actually been to that area in Montgomery yeah. too. Uh like 2017. Mm-hmm. And I was just like there cuz I had never been to Montgomery, so I was down there and I was like I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And yeah. then I got closer to the water and I was like, oh, "I don't like this." Like mm-hmm. it's just the look of it, the feel of it. I was like, "There's something else here." And I read the sign and I was like, "Oh, that's Oh, they had a sign up saying it. It, it was like some showing some historical context. I can't remember everything about it, but I just remember being there and I was like, I feel like something. It, it feels heavy. It's mm-hmm. a really And you felt heavy, that before you even read it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, the way to, it's like one of those winding rivers and the boats are like the ones mm-hmm. with the little big paddles on the back or whatever. I was like, this is real, Yeah. you know, and the architecture out there is extremely old. So I was like, eh. mm, not yeah. not for me. I was like, I'm going yep. to just back away. I don't want to deal <laughs> with this. Feel. So I already don't like Alabama like that. No shade to anybody from Alabama, but I, uh, I wanted to go to, uh, I wanted to go to uh, Montgomery when I was in Alabama because we did, uh, I did Birmingham last year and I wanted to go to Montgomery just to, just to peep game, just to, to put my feet on the ground of like some historical shit. But I, I, did, I just didn't, it was like, man, I ain't got the time. But I definitely want to roam around like the South. Cause I did, in Birmingham, I did go to the church where the four little girls were killed. Mm. I did go there, but you know, I still wanted to, I wanted to go to Selma. I wanted to see that bridge. Uh, when I go to Memphis, I want to go to the, to the motel where King was assassinated. And just, you know, even though it's it's sad and it's heavy, I still want to put my feet on the ground in those areas just to feel it and, you know, just get a sense of of history. I'm into that. Like, you know. Yeah. So I, I thought about driving to Montgomery, but then I was like, man, I'm going to be tired. That and tiredness was, and time be taking me out of everything. And that, those roads are dark, bro. It'd be yeah. out there and it'd just be you. A lot of times you're on the road, be like, I, oh, I'm going in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, I was out there in the daytime, but I had to drive back at night. You best believe I ain't, I ain't trying to be on no Alabama roads at night. Goddamn pickup truck come out of nowhere, look like it drove out of 1957. Hell no. <laughs> I just, uh, the my hometown in um, Virginia, in Petersburg, they have uh, Pocahontas Island, which mm-hmm. is like one of the oldest black communities in the country. Oh, And we right. just rolled past there, and they have two houses there that were connected to the Underground Railroad, too. Really? Yeah. The, that place is like where the Civil War it like ended right there. Like my hometown has it's nothing but just old history because Virginia was like the, one of the first you know colonies or whatever. Yeah, and they got the Jamestown, which was like the 1607 or whatever. Uh-huh. That's when they came over. But Petersburg is a it's just super old. They got a railroad track and then there's a river there. And slaves are brought in that same area right down the street from where my grandma lived. Across oh, wow. the street was the church that Robert E. Lee went to. That was his church. Car Street from where my grandma lived. Uh, it's still there? It's still there, yeah. Oh, All wow. of that stuff is still there. There's churches everywhere. One of the oldest black churches is out there. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's crazy. Like, it's a straight history. So I was taking my girlfriend around there and just showing around. I was like, if if nothing, this place is just history. You're right. Not a lot of people, but... I was like, yeah, we kind of grew up knowing all of this stuff. We take trips to these areas that's and crazy. learn about it. And it, everywhere you go, it's just like, ooh, you can feel like you feel like that's like, like it's, yeah. it's heavy out here for for real. Man, because you forget, like, you know, when you go to Virginia and you mention Virginia, you forget that. Every time I perform in Virginia, I was like, yo, this is where it all started. This is where it all began. Yeah. All, all the bullshit. Basically. This, this, this was the foundation. And so it's just like, and then, you know, when you're driving around certain areas of Virginia, it looks like, 
old. Like it looks yeah. like yo, this shit been like this. If you um forever, because what I'm speaking of is downtown Petersburg. But that's like if you you ever been to, around Virginia State. Where, what city is that in? Virginia State is in this city called Ettrick, but that's on the other side of Petersburg as well. So if you're if you're thinking Richmond, you go south. It's like 20 okay. minutes south of that. Okay, no, that's, I haven't been there. Yeah, that's where I'm from. It's a super small town. You can easily miss it. Yeah. But it had it, the historical context of Petersburg and then all the other major cities in Virginia is like mm. ridiculous. But that whole area down there, they still have the buildings from that period of time. Wow. Like there's still brick on the backside of it. It has the steps to go down to like where the train tracks were. Oh, and wow. Yeah, the river, those the houses where the Underground Railroad, they're still there. Luckily, because a tornado did come and almost wiped them out. That wow. whole area is, you know. Yeah. So it's just... It's a bunch of old stuff. It's just history. Like you can walk down there See, and be out there for that, hours, man. I yeah. wanna, I wanna, I don't be having enough time, man, because I'm into all of that. Like yeah. you know, I'm into that. But like you know, stuff like that where I can feel a connection to the history, man. Like I wanna. I need to take a year to just travel and like you know see stuff like that where I got the time to do so and I ain't got to worry about a show. But that's fire. Yeah, it, it's a lot. So I, I was, uh, we luckily had enough time before my flight yesterday to show her around. And since the city's so small, I'd be like, okay, I used to live over here, this school right. here, the history behind this, this and that. Okay, this place and this and that. And then her living in California, mm. that historical context is so different. Right. She's so, from Cali. Yeah, born and raised here in Cali. Gotcha, so yeah. that is, you, you know, you're not going to see those kind of things. Right. LA is a little like a totally different city, so yeah, that's like this is old, old, and LA got some old stuff, but that is like it's even old. It, it, it you know, because we came to Cali, well, they came to Cali late, yeah, compared to everything else. So man, yeah, yeah, that that historical context is is fire though. Like I'm super, I'm super into it. So next time, next time I go to Virginia with some time, I'm gonna mosey on down there and see what you're talking about. Is Pocahontas Island really an island? It's a peninsula. Okay, gotcha. Um, it doesn't really feel like it anymore. Yeah. But that just might be how the river has formed itself over uh-huh. time. Um, but it's, you definitely got to cross like some areas or whatever. It's not not a lot to see, but there's a sign there. There's a church there. There's a two houses that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, they, you know, historical. They It's like a national uh, thing. It's registered as like a national park or something like okay. that as an area. So it's protected. At it's least. still black? Uh, I would say so. But Petersburg okay. is an extreme. It's like almost 70 percent black okay guys so it's a it's a historically black like city in general but yeah. it's only like thirty two thousand people there okay but it's like uh if i had to describe how it feels it's like baby detroit almost oh, okay. in that way like it's just not city like they don't got no bustling city or anything right. like that but as far as like the slums over and stuff it's just old mm. it's just old and you know got you um, exactly what you mean yeah damn man i gotta get down now um also wanted to talk about um, the Lizzo situation. So I didn't speak on it on social media, but I saw, you know, I saw what was going on with the Lizzo situation and, you know, women women coming forth and saying, you know, she body shaming and doing all this kind of stuff. And this is like wild business. This is wild to hear. This is wild to, Lizzo? Body shaming? Wow. If in fact this is accurate and true, wow. Lizzo of all people body shaming when she is like, "Yo, man, love yourself and your body out here." She like she like the the poster girl of it nowadays. Look at my body, take my body for all it's worth. Y'all gonna feel this. Y'all gonna embrace it. I love myself. She's the she the queen of this. Wow. Wow. Now I'm not saying you because you know I don't know if anything you innocent and you innocent until proven guilty. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, really though? From you? Wow. That's crazy. But I don't be trusting people, man. Cause I know I know one of the girls was fresh out of auditioning to be on one of Lizzo's uh projects. And then she gonna come out and be like, "Well, Lizzo was saying this. Well, why would you re-audition then? If if Lizzo was on some bullshit back then, why would you return to try to do something else with her? That that's what's suspect to me. Like, you know, if, if it was that bad, why are you coming back? 
Go try to come back. And then maybe you didn't make it back in. So you was like, you know what? You body shamed me. Like why why not why not come out when it was when it when it freshly happened? That's the sus part. Well, I'm just like, hmm, are y'all just trying to are y'all just trying to tear Lizzo down? But at the same time, too, you don't want to be on the wrong side of it to where they are telling the truth. And then you're sitting here like, I don't believe you. And then, you know, the person that is guilty of the crime is getting off because, you know, nobody believes you. Because it, it's got to be frustrating when you when you never believe, when people don't believe you. And you're like, yo, no, no, they really did this to me. Yeah, 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 whatever. We're not believing you. So you got that dynamic as well. But it's just a funny... It's just funny to hear this type of 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 action going on. So it's like, man, I don't know. And two, like you were saying, uh, Salem, two things can be true. Two things can be true. She could have been body shamed by Lizzo, but still wanted to come back and work with Lizzo because, like you said, you know, people be doing that uh, tough going back to trash relationships. People do return. To trash behavior. They do come back. They be like, no, I don't like this. And then they come back. Like, why would you come back? I don't know. You know, I was just, I needed something. So it's, it's tricky. It's sticky. It's icky. I don't know. I don't know. Um, It really don't make a lot of sense, though. Being that it's Lizzo and thinking about the image that she has put out there and like that would be so blatant like if she really was body shaming people as as the as the face of the non body shame to for you to turn around and body shame people publicly around witnesses. That's just wild. It's just like, who? I would think you'd be smarter than that if, if in fact, you were guilty of it. Because I get it. Like You know, it's like a pastor. It's like a pastor. You'd be preaching the word and God and all this, and then they'd be treachery on the other side, but they'd be trying to hide that shit on the law. But some pastors don't even care. They'd be like, yeah, I say this, but I'd be doing this. Listen to what I say, not what I do. So you get that whole dynamic. So it's just like, what's really going on out there? Who can you trust? Who can you trust? Hold on a second. Let me grab my glasses. Let me grab the glasses, yo. And sometimes when you grab the glasses, you see things more clearly, you understand? And in this life, you got to see things clearly before you can really have any type of accurate opinion on it you gotta have your visuals together so you can look at it clearly one thing i do know for sure for certain one thing i do know is that i'll be hungry all the time that's the one truth that i'm confident in and i fully believe is is true i'm always hungry i stay hungry man i'm hungry right now and we're in the summertime, man. And Green Chef is out here feeding the masses. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat a more balanced meal. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. You know what I like about Green Chef? It's right up my alley. It's right up my alley, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I try to be mindful of what I'm putting in my body, man. I'm 46. I can't, I can't be playing around out here. I can't be playing around. I can't just eat whatever. I got to look at the sodium. I got to look at the fat. I got to look at the saturated fat. I got to look at the calories. I got to look at the sugar. I got to look at all this other stuff that's up in there, man. I got to be mindful. I got to be mindful of it, man. I can't just eat what I want to eat like I could back in the day. And even back in the day, I couldn't eat what I wanted to eat, but I was eating it anyway. And now, you know what I'm saying? I'm 
I'm 110% vegetarian. I'm mostly vegan. So I like the vegan options, man. Give me the vegan options. Give me the vegetarian options. And not just, we get, we get some cauliflower. We get some mushroom. That's all we can give you. We get cauliflower. We got mushrooms. We got peas. We got peas. Green Chef is going to give you some real options out here, man. Kickstart your clean eating routine with 80 plus weekly options featuring nutritionist approved and foodie approved recipes. Choose from our six preferences, including new calorie smart and plant based options, plus quick and easy Mediterranean protein packed and gluten free. And that's the thing, man. A lot of people don't pay attention to the calories, man. The calorie count is clutch. A lot of times we don't factor calories in when we go on our day to day. You might get a meal and you be like, yo, let me just get this meal, a quick lunch. Let me get a quick lunch. And your quick lunch was 1,200 calories. You don't even realize it. And then when you go out to eat, you're not getting all the real adequate nutrition facts. You going out to a restaurant, they adding in oils, fats, seasonings, all kind of other stuff that you didn't factor in. And then when they show you the nutrition facts, they're not factoring in serving size. Or you're not even doing the math correctly. Yeah, oh, that's only 300 calories. Let me get that. Let me get this. Let me get this. And let me get that. They all low calorie, but them calories add up. So now, now you big caloried out in the middle of the day. So they got the calorie smart options for you. You want to build healthier eating habits? We can help. Every Green Chef customer gets a free session with our registered dietitians who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. You can sign up and start your journey towards better health today. They are the number one meal kit for eating clean. Fill your best with delicious, nutritionist-approved recipes featuring clean ingredients with no artificial colors, sweeteners, high-fructose corn syrup, and limited added sugar and limited processed ingredients. Choose from recipes featuring lean proteins like turkey, sockeye salmon, uh, barramundi, uh, tilapia, scallops, and shrimp, certified organic whole fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and, and plenty of whole grain options. And if you want to eat vegan more often, enjoy effortless plant-based dining with Vegan Kickoff, our brand new limited time uh, options, including delicious vegan breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, and sides. And if you're looking to stock up on functional snacks and clean beverages to keep, your in keep you energized all day long, you can shop our latest offering, Green Bundles, available at Green Market, your one-stop shop for nutritious Grab-and-go breakfasts, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, and ready-to-eat snacks, and more you can easily add to your weekly order. Um, and Green Chef is also sustainable. Fill your best this August with seasonal recipes featuring uh, certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are uh, curbside recyclable in most areas in the U.S. And 100% of our seafood meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch rankings of certified best choice or good alternative. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by up to 23% versus grocery shopping. So not only are you eating better and you're putting better food in your tank, you're also making a better impact on the environment as well. So it's a double whammy out here. You're being good to your body and you're being good to the environment, man. Green Chef is out here with the greenery telling you what's happened. They deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way for the rest of the summer. Fill your best with nutritionist approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great too. Uh, check clean eating off your to-do list uh, this back to school season with our new quick and easy recipes ready in 25 minutes or less. The brand new collection of ultra convenient options features keto, delicious discoveries, veggie and vegan options to keep you on track, reaching your goals in record time. Get ahead of the busy uh, season with our convenient step-by-step -step recipes, including dinners ready in 25 minutes or less. 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, 
Cut down on meal prep with pre-proportioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings delivered right to your front door. I like Green Chef, man. They get that good product, and I don't feel as guilty after because you know I'll be feeling guilty after. But when I when you could tell me how many calories is in this, I got the fat, I got the nutrition, I got that going with the clean ingredients, with 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 limited high fructose corn syrup going on, man. Come on, man, sign me up, sign your boy up. It's a good time. So go to greenchef.com/verbal50 and use the code verbal50 to get fifty percent off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash verbal50 and use the code verbal50 to get 50% off plus free shipping, man. Oh, that's a good time right there, man. Get your green chef going, man. It feels good to be able to read. I know that sounds simple. It feels good to be able to read, man. That's a blessing right there. Not everybody has that. And if you put me in another country and you put it, and you put a template before me, a sheet of paper, and I don't know the language, I'm just sitting there helpless. But to be able to put words together, man, that's a good time, man. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate being able to read. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all one of my pet peeves. I don't like it when people think I'm high. I probably said this on Verbal Cardio before, but like, I don't people... I don't like it when people think I'm high just because I'm in the nature and natural shit. And like, you know, I just think about stuff that's not considered the norm when it actually, when I, when I do think about things, it is the norm. Um, I can't stand it, man. Like, man, Tony, what you be smoking? What you high on? I got a friend of mine is a cool cat, but every time he says that I get annoyed. Like, I'm on the verge of, like, the next time I'm going to have to pull him to the side and be like, yo, man, you get on my nerves when you say this. Like, you know, I don't I don't, I don't, don't smoke. I don't get high. I might do some shrooms every now and then, you know, uh, but on the microdose tip. But as far as, like, smoking weed, I don't, I don't like that, man. Just because I'm in, the, like, nature and I think about the universe and I think about all this other dope shit, that don't mean I'm high. Y'all got to expand your minds, man. Y'all got to expand your minds and your way of thinking. Like, you know, think about some ultra dope shit that you just take for granted. Life is more than just making money and bills and sports and fashion and what's going on on social media and politics and this and that and this, this, that, and the third. Okay, we get all that. Yes, yeah, it's cool, but... When I want to think about the moon or a praying mantis or a grasshopper or trees, the universe, space, speed of light, chemistry, rocks, mountain formations, why bees do this, why spiders do that. Let me think about that when having to be involved in some kind of drug or something like that. I'm tired of that, man. That's the stuff that interests me. Like, I really be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Because the natural world is amazing. Like, how are you How are you not interested in this? That's, that's my mindset. How can you not look at a bird and be like, yo, how do you fly? How do you know how to build a nest without a YouTube video helping you? A bird can build a goddamn nest. No training manual. No YouTube videos. No encyclopedia, no Wikipedia. A bird is just like, yo, I need to gather these supplies, set the nest up so I can lay the eggs right up in here. Nobody told that bird, hey, bird, listen, to build a nest, you got to grab these twigs and these certain twigs. Nobody told these animals this. Nobody told a spider how to make an intricate orb web. That webbing that you see on Spider-Man's costume, a human being had to see that from a real spider and be like, yo, look at the design. And then they designed that on Spider-Man's costume. But who told the spider how to do that? That shit is amazing. Like, how are you not into that without weed? How can you not see the, the dopeness of that without having to be like, oh, let me get high and then think about this shit. I think about this shit on the day to day. I'm like, yo, they really made these webs like this instinctually. 
Like I know, I know y'all be looking at me and y'all be like, yo, you got you got black widows all outside your crib. But at the same time, I'm looking at them and I'm just like, when I come outside, and I come outside around right when the sun is going down, it just got dark. That's when the black widows come out and they start to set up shop. They start to set the webs up. And I'm watching the black widow and I'm watching it do its thing. It goes down and then it goes back up. It goes down again. I'm like, yo, you do this process every night to set up shop for your food and nobody told you how to do it. Beavers out here doing some amazing shit. Like the natural world is just crazy dope, man. And like, I'm into that. That's what I'm into. No weed necessary. So if you, if you want to get on my good side, you want to be cute and be funny. Don't be like Tony be high, man. The stuff he thinks about. I might block you. I might block you, man, because I'm tired of hearing it. And if you feel like I'm talking about you, I am. I don't need weed to think about things like this, man. This is just my natural brain working in its natural way. That shit is fascinating, man. I'm into it. You know, every every everything that I, I'm amazed by this stuff, man. You know, I'm I'm not just relegated to being into sports and like, greasy ass politics and and reality shows that shit boring man i like to think about like yo without this we don't even have this do y'all realize how vital bees are to to us getting vegetables i don't even think y'all realize the importance of bees i don't even think y'all real i think y'all just look at bees as like honey and just like stinging you but their very existence is vital to ours. Like we need them way more than they need us. We need them. They don't need us. Bees don't need us. I think humans have a uh, a sense of grandeur that we, this planet has no use for us. We serve no purpose to the natural world. We just out here fucking it up. And but we feel like we feel like we most we the most important things on the planet. We're not. If anything, if anything, if we interviewed the planet, and here y'all go, man, Tony, hi, man. Interview a planet, man? Who comes up with this? If we interviewed Earth on the couch, we got the Barbara Walters wig on. And we talking to the planet. So Earth, how are you? I'm tired. I'm old. I'm old, Barbara. I've been out here for a long time, man. Spinning. You know, spinning, watching the sun. Uh, you know, just out here, rotating, <laughs> rotating, rev- revolutions, if you will. Tilting on my axis, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to, you know. Stay protected with a magnetic field, because you know if I stop if I stop spinning, then you know there's no magnetic field, and then everything that's on me is just obliterated. I mean, I'll still be here, but I'll be a different version of myself that I don't want to be. So you know, I'm just out here taking it one day at a time. And how many how many days has it been, Earth? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's been a lot, Barbara. I don't even know if we can keep count of the days. I know years. It's been shoot. I'm probably, shoot, I'm in the billions somewhere, Barbara. Like, I, I've been out here for a long time. Like, we all we all been out here for a long time. My homie uh, Mercury been out here, Venus. Venus used to be different, though. A lot of people don't know it. Venus used to be different. Like, you know, Venus, Venus is cute now, but, like, Venus was, Venus, Venus kind of looked like me. Back in the day, but like Venus is different now. Like you know, she she had like hard times, and she just couldn't she couldn't really you know get her energy right. And then next thing you know, that runaway that runaway greenhouse effect, man. Like she she just started looking and acting different. She feel different now. Like she hot. She stay mad now. So you know, Venus looking different. We got Mars back up in here. I like Mars, man. Mars a little. Redhead action, you know what I'm saying? 
Got Big J, <laughs> Jupiter out there. Big Y, you know. Shout out to Jupiter, man. Jupiter be kind of like, you know, helping me not get hit in the face with a whole bunch of asteroids as much. Jupiter be, Jupiter, I appreciate Jupiter, man. Like Jupiter be, Jupiter be blocking a lot of the BS that be coming in from, you know, out of space. But, you know, but also at the same time, Jupiter be sending stuff over here because Jupiter, Jupiter big wide. So Jupiter's gravity, man, he be, he be slinging stuff around, man. Everybody getting smacked in the face all over the solar system. Jupiter be behind that sometimes. Jupiter petty. Because Jupiter can take the hits that, that I can't. I remember, I remember, uh, you know, some years ago, it might have been about 20 years ago, like Jupiter got hit in the face with a couple, like a comet or something. Jupiter just took it. Man, if that would have, if that would have hit me, Earth, man, I'd have been devastated. I might, I might have ended up looking like Venus at the smack up like that, but Jupiter just ate it. Jupiter was like, <clears throat> had a little black spot on it, a little blemish, and now Jupiter act like it never happened. But Jupiter got that red spot. Jupiter got that red spot, man. That little big pimple. That red spot been there for mad long. Probably like 200 something years. But that's neither here nor there. We ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put ages on blast. Now Saturn will find it. Saturn, Saturn the best looking one in the solar system. Saturn is gorgeous. Oh. Saturn? Oh man. When you think, when you think about planets, of course you're gonna think of me because you know, Barbara, you 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 from me, you was raised, you know, I raised you in a sense. But Barbara, man, when you think about planets and you want to just draw a picture of a planet, you might draw me. What's the next one you're going to draw? You're going to draw that Saturn. Absolutely. Saturn is fine, man. Them rings? Them rings? Oh, Saturn be out here thirst trapping, man. Saturn is gorgeous, man. Saturn is like... That's the decoration you want. Whether you make you doing a, a project for your class or you got your little your little room decked out to look like the universe, you best believe Saturn gonna be front and center with them rings. Hell yeah. Uranus is weird. Uranus is like different. Uranus is like sideways. Uranus always coming sideways. Uranus got the ugliest name in the game. In the whole clique of us, Uranus got the ugliest name. Let's be real. Uranus? Uranus? Come on, man. Why why they do your boy like that? But he weird, though. He on the side. He on the side. He be sideways. He literally be on the side. It's crazy. Like that, the whole planet is, is sideways like that. Uranus just out there. Big, though. Uranus is big. <laughs> Pause. Uranus is big. But listen. And Neptune, Neptune... Neptune fire. Neptune just, you know, pretty much keep to himself out there, way out there, just be chilling quietly. Mercury is a motor mouth, though. Mercury be moving fast, man. He be talking fast. He be moving fast. I'm like, yo, Mercury, chill. Nah, man, I gotta, gotta keep going, man. Gotta keep going. He just built like that because he, he the closest one to the sun, man. And that Mercury be moving. That's why they call him the fastest, you know, the fastest thing. That's why he represents, you know, the god of speed or whatever because he just be moving so fast. Because that sun right there in his face. But, you know, I'm just out here as a planet. I tell you what, though. Humans get on my nerves, man. Because they keep, they keep messing up. Hey, Siri, man, shut your ass up, man. How about that? Here's the thing about... Um, oh, come on, man. Get your ass out of here, man. All right. What was I talking about, Barbara? Oh, yeah. So the humans, man, they keep messing up my energy. They keep messing up my energy. And then when I'll be doing tornadoes in the wintertime and I'll just be extra hot in the summertime and you get in the heat wave in the in the late fall, now they now they looking at me, oh, oh, the, the planet's dying. I'm not dying. I'm gonna be right here. I'm gonna be right here. So, you know, y'all gonna die. But that's the thing, man. These little these little these little viruses called humans on me, they just be doing too much. Humans are just bacteria on me. They just bacteria. They grow, they, you know, they be spreading. They be doing stuff that affects my bottom line. But I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch a cold, I'm gonna be sneezing, and I'm gonna just be, you know, trembling every now and then, you know. But sometimes I just gotta wipe them clean. And so, you know. But I, I feel like the bacteria or the viruses or whatever you want to call humans, I just feel like I think they think they're more vital than they really are within me. 
You know what I'm saying? Nah, they're not. They're not. If every human on the planet left me tomorrow, guess what? That ain't going to affect me. Now, it's going to affect me, but in a good way. You know, uh, I will say this, though. Humans created nuclear reactors and nuclear power plants, whatever. So if they all vanish tomorrow, I would have to deal with radiation on the planet because those those little plants that they build and the nuclear power plants, they will have meltdowns because there's no human interaction to make sure that, you know, we keep this shit under control. So that right there, that's going to be wild. That's going to be wild. It's going it's to mess up all the vegetation, all the natural order things with this radiation and this fallout. But humans created that. The virus, the bacteria, they created this mess. But if that does happen, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make some changes to my natural way of being. But I will revert back to my natural self after a while. It might take, you know, a few thousand years, maybe even 20,000 years. That Chernobyl shit? That ain't going to be the same for thousands of years. But guess what? I'm going to still be here. I'm going to still be right here. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere until the sun is like, all right, I'm going to expand out. If the sun expands out and swallows me whole, that's when I'll finally be out of here. But before then, I'm going to be right here. So humans need to humble themselves. That's all I'm saying, Barbara. Thanks for having me on, Barbara. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You like my little polar ice cap toupee? You like that shit? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. Um, I want to say this too, man. When y'all talk to me, when y'all meet me, don't be long-winded. It's all I ask. Don't be long-winded. Please. Set the timer. Don't be long-winded, y'all. Especially depending on where you catch me. If you catch me at the comedy venue, don't be long with it. I done did a lot the whole day. I did a lot the whole night. Just just don't be long-winded. Please. I beg of you. Don't be long-winded. One of one of my ultimate just like dreads is, is for my head to be talked off. Please. Please. I love y'all. But just don't be long-winded. Be mindful of the time, please. That's all I ask. I was in New York. Y'all know New York is one of my favorite cities ever to exist. New York is one of my favorite cities of all time. I've always had a crush on New York. Still do. I need to be out there for like three months so I can really get a feel for New York. But I will say this about my last visit to New York. I noticed the smell for the first time. A lot of people say New York stinks in the summertime. I was like, no, it doesn't. I've never, I've never smelled New York. What are you talking about? So I know what the smell is now. It wasn't the trash on the streets. It was just the smell from the sewers that you pass. So I would get a whiff of those. You, you, you pass enough of those sewers in the summertime. You'd be like, yo, the city stinks, but it's not, it's not the city. It's the underneath. It's the booty. The sewers are the booty of the city. That's the booty. That's the booty cheeks. Sewers are the booty cheeks of the city. So when you when you're walking past the booty cheeks of the city in the summertime, those hot gusts of booty cheek is going to come up. And so now I'm just like, oh, this is what everybody was talking about. Like I wasn't really smelling trash on the streets like that, but I was definitely smelling the booty cheeks of the city coming up on the hot gust. So I was like, oh, 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 this is what people was talking about New York City smelling like. Got you. Got you. So, all right, this, this is the booty. This was the booty cheeks. So now, now I get it. Now I was like, all right, I'll see what y'all saying now. Okay, New York. New York, New York was musty this past weekend. But I still love the city. I'm I'm absolutely in love with New York City. I like the vibe, the people, the the diversity, the 
It it is a massive like even when when you're walking around Manhattan and you're looking at the buildings, just like yo, this shit is amazing, man. They really built all this shit, and New York is constantly under construction. The whole city constantly under construction, constantly stuff being built, just massive, just trees of buildings. It's crazy. And I went to this place called Peace Food. They got these biscuits I love, man. Peace Food in Manhattan. So we went there as a crew. And I didn't, I didn't want people. Here's the thing. Like when I really enjoy something and I want to go get what I enjoy, sometimes I don't want to bring people with me because sometimes y'all mess up the energy by not liking it the way I like it. And now I'm worried about you. So I was just like, yo, I'm going to get biscuits because I enjoy it. And they were like, no, we coming with you, Tone. Like you ain't got to come with me. We coming with you, Tone. Don't come with me. But they came with me. And they enjoyed the food. I was worried. But at the same time, I was like, hey, man, listen, I'm not I'm not vouching for anything. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You can come if you want to. But listen, don't be like Tony drug us to the now. You, you brought yourself. So we all went to eat at Peace Food and it was a good time. Everybody enjoyed the food. It was a good time. I felt good about myself and the restaurant and the biscuits was hidden. All oh, the biscuits was hidden. So if I lived in New York, I'm getting biscuits multiple times a week. I'm biscuit, biscuit head, rain supreme. Mm -mm -mm. All right, before I get out of here, y'all, give me some this or that's real quick. A couple of this or that's, and then I got to get out of here. I got a wedding to go to today. So uh, a couple of this or that's. And I'm also doing a Give Me Five BT Kingsley show at Flappers Comedy Club tonight. Michael Jackson. Um... Give me some of this or that real quick. Real quick, y'all. Real quick. Shout out to my patron saints, by the way. They up in here, man. We in here deep. We in here having a good time. I appreciate y'all. cherish y'all. Give me some of this or that. Um, Prime Denzel. This is from Jay Thomas. Prime Denzel is James Bond or Idris Elba starring in Training Day. Prime Denzel is James Bond or Idris Elba in Training Day. I would be more interested in seeing Denzel as James Bond. I would like to see that. I would like to see how that plays out. Because I know, because I know that Idris would, I know Idris would deliver in a Training Day type role because I've seen Idris be different different characters like if you take the idris from luther and you compare him to and you compare him to that movie where he was an african uh he was an african rebel leader i forget the name of that joint if you take those two different characters completely different characters so i'm i'm interested to see like James, James Bond on the Denzel tip. I'm interested to see that, like how that would play out, how he would sound with a British accent. Like I'm, I'm interested because you know, I know, I know Idris can pull off an Alonzo. I have no doubt. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. I'm gonna go with Denzel as James Bond. Prime Denzel as James Bond. Let me, let me. Let me see what that's hidden for. Uh, Doss asks, Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Beyonce. Only know one Taylor Swift song. Only know one Taylor Swift song. One. That's anti-hero. Because I, I made the conscious effort to listen to a Taylor Swift song. Cause I'm like, man, I don't know none of her songs. I went and listened to anti-hero and I was like, y'all like this song, but that's all I got. Sabrina hit me up the other day. She was like, name a gun to your head, name a Taylor Swift song. I was like, anti-hero. And she was like, all right. But she was like, I, I got nothing. Now mind you, if they asked for two, I'd be like, anti-hero. Got nothing. So Beyonce, for sure. I know several Beyonce songs. Um, Kobe Maguire asks Leonardo DiCaprio or Tom Hanks 
You asked that question with your shirt off, didn't you? Kobe Maguire took his shirt off with his musty-ass question. This question is musty. You took your shirt off, and you was like, man, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. I have to go with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has a better filmography. Here's why I'm picking Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks in Big. Tom Hanks in Toy Story. Tom Hanks is Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks in Castaway. Tom Hanks in The Green Mile. Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle. Tom Hanks. He has iconic characters. Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the coldest actors working. I love the Burbs. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the, the coldest actors working. You take his performances and anything he's ever been in. Shit, they was both in Catch Me If You Can. Leonardo is a phenomenal actor. But, Does he have an iconic character? Maybe. He might have a few. But Tom Hanks be just, he was slinging them out, man. And Tom Hanks, not, not, not saying that Leonardo doesn't have any versatility. Michelle says Tom Hanks couldn't do a Wolf of Wall Street. But could Leonardo do a Forrest Gump? Could Leonardo pull off a big? Could Leonardo pull off the burbs? Could Leonardo pull off Turner and Hooch? Could Leonardo pull off Dragnet? So, you know, you got that dynamic. And Leonardo has yet to make me cry. He hasn't made me cry yet. Tom Hanks has tapped into my my tear ducts several times. Several times. Tom Hanks has, Tom Hanks is one of those actors that has the access codes to my tear ducts. He can, he can, he can get me there, man. It's just, it's just something about him. It's just something about him, man. That. But but again, again, I'm not I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he, he is one of the best actors of all time, in my opinion. But so is Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks has been. It, it's that filmography for me, man. It's the, it's the it's the diversity in his projects. It's. Remembering Captain Phillips when Tom Hanks just broke down crying at the end of the ordeal. That shit was real. It it felt real to me because I I really like seeing a person go through everything that he went through in that movie and to have an emotional breakdown when 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 they finally got saved and people were coming in and they were taking care of him and he just was breaking down crying. I'm like, yo, that shit is real. That's a real reaction to surviving like moments to where your ship was hijacked by pirates and you really thought you were going to die at any moment for several hours. You thought your life was ending and then you come out on the other side of it. You are going to have a breakdown. You're going to have some kind of emotional breakdown, whether it be then in that moment or <laughs> six months down the road. It's going to hit you to be like, you almost, I could have died. And we've seen Tom Hanks as a, as a contract killer for the mob and Road to Perdition. Like his versatility, man. So I'm going to go with Tom. Tom Hanks. And why couldn't, why couldn't Tom, you right, Kristen, why couldn't Tom Hanks pull off a Wolf of Wall Street? Why couldn't he? 
Leonardo, as dope as he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, I feel like Tom Hanks can do that. Like prime Tom Hanks. Maybe not older Tom Hanks, but prime young Tom Hanks. Have y'all seen him have a meltdown? Have y'all seen The Burbs with Tom Hanks when he had a meltdown at the end of the movie and he threw himself into the ambulance? He threw himself on the stretcher and threw himself into the ambulance because he was just tired of all the bullshit. I can totally see Tom Hanks just having one of those meltdowns when he's on the Quaalude trying to open the car, <laughs> car door with his feet. I can definitely see Tom Hanks doing that or hustling people, you know, on the on the on the stock floor. I can totally see this. Tom Hanks can definitely pull off the Wolf of Wall Street. He could definitely pull that off. To see him just have an emotional breakdown and Tom Hanks can be incredibly still. That's another thing. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio, how many how many incredibly still performances does he have in terms of like quiet? There's a stillness there. And I, I'm not saying like boring or anything like that. Take Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. That was a very quiet performance all throughout. Even when, even when uh, Tom was desperate to find representation for his case. Remember that scene in Philadelphia where he went to meet with Denzel Washington and Denzel Washington didn't want to take his case. And he just went outside and just stood there. Didn't say anything. He just stood there and was realizing the gravity of what was going on, what was happening to him, the discrimination he was facing, everything that he was going through. And he just stood there in that moment where all of this was, we felt all of the weight on this man in that moment. And he didn't even say anything. It was just a look. It was just like, damn, you know what I mean? And so, um, But his whole performance throughout that film, it, it it was a quiet energy to it. It was it was a man who was facing death and was fighting his case despite also dying at the same time. And he was just like, you know, it was a quiet, very like personal performance. And I feel like I haven't seen Leonardo in that type of role yet. We could, we could see it eventually, but Usually his roles are more like, you know, fiery. You know what I mean? So, Tom. That's a great question, though. Look how long I've been on this question. Anyway, I got to get the hell up out of here because I got a lot I got a lot to do today. But save your this or that that you asked that I didn't get to. Save them. Save them because I see some good ones in here and I don't want to lose that. So save them. Write them down. If I didn't get to them, please write them down and bring them back for a future episode of Verbal Cardio. But that Tom Hanks, that Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, that was a great question. Great question. Um, I want to I want to give a special thanks to my patron saints. Thank you all. Um, and side note, KC, I do think Leonardo can do a quiet performance. I absolutely 100%. I know that he can. I just haven't seen it. And since I've seen it with Tom, that's what I was saying. Tom Hanks's filmography gives me more versatility than, than Leonardo so far. So that, that's all I was saying. I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be quiet roles for Leonardo in the future. Cause he got so much on the table, but that's what I meant by that. Anyway, shout out to my patron saints. I love y'all passionately. Thank you for tuning in to another session that verbal cardio.